we were getting to that point with Giannis, and people were really starting to question. I mean, can you win? Is Giannis your number one guy? Can, is Giannis even a Batman? Is like maybe he's a Robin? Well, this playoffs that proved everyone wrong. Hello and welcome to the Saturday, yes, Saturday, July 24th edition of the TV on Basketball Podcast with your host, TV. Hope you're all having a fantastic day and thank you for clicking on to watch or listen to today's episode. Before we start, I do have to plug my other platforms. Remember to follow at TV on Basketball on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram for updates on the podcast and for other great content. If you are on YouTube, remember to like, share, and subscribe. Hit the notification bell. That would be highly appreciated. And for my podcast listeners, remember to subscribe and leave a review if you're an Apple to help beat the algorithm or if you watch Space Jam 2 Algae Rhythm. As for the Spotify, Anchor, or Podbean listeners, continue to show your support in whatever way you can. Um, oh, that would be highly, highly appreciated. Today, all NBA Finals talks. We're going to be talking about Game 6 and how the Milwaukee Bucks won the NBA Championship. going to talk about their run. And also going to be talking about what's going to happen with the Suns next. Because this felt like it was going to be their year, but they just couldn't take advantage. So there's a lot to talk about in the show. It's going to be an awesome show today. Again, it's a Saturday show. Definitely different. But hopefully, we're going to have a more consistent schedule after this. I'm planning to do maybe every Tuesday and Friday the episode. So be on the lookout for that. But once again, thank you guys for all the support. I have an awesome show lineup for you today. So sit back, relax. And let's get right into these topics because, man, the NBA Finals was great. I 100% enjoyed it. And there's a lot to talk about in Game 6 and just this series in general. So let's start with talking about Game 6. The Milwaukee Bucks close out the NBA Finals at home by defeating the Phoenix Suns 105-98. to and, and let me tell you, when I and, and I'm telling you right now, this game was at times very hard to watch, but man, there were some legendary performances. Well, just a legendary performance. So, it really just started off pretty slow in quarter one for the Phoenix Suns. The Bucks went off to a hot start, leading 29 to 16 after one quarter. But then, just like game five, where the Suns went off to a really hot start and the Bucks came back in the same quarter. It was basically like that for the Phoenix Suns, and they fought back quite easily in the second quarter, outscoring the Bucks 31-13, and they actually had the lead going into halftime. Like, it really felt like, like you know, the Suns were just going to be able to pull this out and force Game 7. But if one person, if there was one person that was going to stop that from happening, it was going to be Giannis Antetokounmpo. Because in the game where... He said before the game, we're not worried about winning the championship. We're worried about the present. We're trying to win this game. Giannis came out and had arguably his best performance of his NBA career. In this game, he had 50 points, 14 rebounds, 2 assists, 16 for 25 shooting. Most importantly, actually not even like, let's get into that afterwards. He had 5 blocks as well, which was absolutely massive. The best defensive player on the court. But most importantly, 17 for 19 at the free throw line. 17 for 19 in a in probably the most important game of his career. He went up to the free throw line and hit down 17 of 19. 
which is insane because everyone knows about Giannis's free throw woes. You know about all that 10 count things that he was going through that he had to deal with. And then he went out in this final game and just and, and put on a Steph Curry type free throw shooting performance, which I don't think anyone saw coming, but they absolutely needed it. The Bucks needed absolutely everything from Giannis in this one because, let's be honest, they didn't get much from every, everyone else. I mean, Chris Milton was okay. He wasn't as aggressive, but he did hit some big buckets in this one. 17-5-5. and five. I mean, he was the one who sealed the game in the fourth quarter. Drew Holiday struggled from the field. 12 points, 11 assists, but 4 for 19 shooting. And legit, the second best player on the Bucks that night was Bobby Portis. And he had 16 points in this one, 3 rebounds, 2 threes. And he honestly had some like funny, funny moments in this one. There is one where he thought he didn't get the um, that he didn't foul someone, even though he kind of did. I think that was the right the right call. But he started high stepping and stuff like that. Then he got the technical after that. That was really funny. And there was also a a, a play where um, Chris Paul was trying to like, complain to Scott Foster, but Bobby Portis got in between <laughs> CB3 and Scott Foster, and it was just really really funny. I mean, Bobby Portis is just isn't was like probably one of the most entertaining guys in these playoffs. But at the end of the day, like I said before, it starts with Giannis and it ends with Giannis. And he carried this team to victory in this one. And that second and then that second half, the Bucks were just able to pull away from the Phoenix Suns because Chris Paul had a good game. Even though Chris Paul had a good game, twenty six points, five assists, eleven for nineteen shooting, he still did not feel like it was a Chris Paul type performance. I, th- I was expecting a bit more for him. And then you look at the other Phoenix Suns. I mean, to be honest, from what I was watching, they just kind of looked gassed. They really did look gassed at the end of it. I mean, DeAndre Aiden got outplayed by backup center Frank Kaminsky in this one. I thought he Frank Kaminsky had a better impact in his 11 minutes. 12 points and 6 rebounds for Aiden. 4 for 12 shooting. He did not have, have a good day. Miles Bridges, 3 for 7. 7 points. That was highly unfortunate. Jay Crowder had a pretty good game, 15-13, but still. And then Devin Booker, man, 8 for 22 shooting, 19 points. It's hard to bounce back, like, and, like, because especially because Devin Booker had back-to-back 40-point games. It's how it's hard to, like, get that three games in a row. And you could tell in his shot attempts, the way he was elevating on his shots, he just looked tired. And that was a combination of probably fatigued on Phoenix's behalf. And just that stellar defense that the Bucks have been showcasing all series long. Um, Drew Holiday and Chris Milton handling the backcourt of Chris Paul and Devin Booker and just keeping them at bay. That's what they real and that's what the Bucks have been doing all series long. And although the Bucks did not play great offensively as well, like I said, it was hard to watch at times. There were stretches where no one can score. But Giannis, Giannis Atadekumpo stepped up. Played massive in the series, and the Bucks were able to win Game Six. And man, when that final buzzer sounded, everything just came out for the Milwaukee Bucks. I mean, the happiness you could tell it was building up. The way that Giannis, after you know, getting a block or like the Suns turning the ball over, he was hyping up the crowds like, "Yeah, we got this, we got this." And then you know, him and PJ Tucker celebrating early. Um, after Chris, especially after Chris Milton hit that mid-ranger to basically seal the game, that's what only the, the good vibes started coming out in the city of Milwaukee. The Deer District was pumping. Apparently, there were over 20,000 people in the Deer District, which I, I don't know the exact number. 
Maybe they're capping. Maybe they're not. But I wouldn't. I I believe it. I believe it because the Deer District was absolutely rocking that night. And then once the final buzzer sounded, they said that the Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champions. Giannis, elated, goes to the side, goes courtside, finds an empty chair, and just completely breaks down. You could tell that he's worked so hard for this moment. Him, all those, all those times where this guy was being criticized, saying, "Oh, he has no skill. This guy is a fake star. This and that." It worked out. He people told him to go somewhere else to win a championship. He stayed. He wanted to win for the city of Milwaukee. He said he was going to rough it out, and he finally did it. Giannis Antetokounmpo, this is great for the city of Milwaukee. This is great for Giannis's legacy. Honestly, like him already being a two-time MVP, him being, you know, already a defensive player of the year. Like we were just waiting for some postseason success, and he finally came through. And the thing about Giannis in this performance is that he was fantastic all playoffs long. He was, and like we we thought we talked about him before, he kind of like folds in playoff situations. I mean, looking back to two years ago against the Toronto Raptors, he had a 2-0 lead. I mean, just like the Phoenix Suns this year, the Bucks had a 2-0 lead against the Toronto Raptors. And then the Raptors just built a wall led by Kawhi Leonard. And then he they completely just turned that series around when the Bucks clearly um, had full control of that series. And then last year against the Miami Heat, they had to the Bucks had the number one record in the East, I believe the number one record in the league. And they thought people thought really thought this was gonna be their year. They go up against the Miami Heat and they just completely look out of it. They didn't look like themselves. And to be honest, they got trashed. They got absolutely trashed by the Miami Heat. I mean the one game that they did win, it was Chris Milton versus everyone in that one. But honestly, like the Bucks have gone through struggles together, but Giannis in a season where many people thought, okay, this is the final year of his contract. He's finally going to leave. Giannis was like, no, no, no. I'm not leaving. We are staying here. We are getting this done. And the Bucks did what they could to build a team around him. I mean, Chris Milton developed into an all-star type player. They brought in Brooke Lopez. He became a very good defensive player. They shortened their bench. They got more quality players to their top nine or their, um, their top nine guys in the rotation. They brought in Bobby Portis, they brought in Bryn Forbes, who all had big games for the Milwaukee Bucks at one point or another during this playoff run. But then they also traded for Drew Holiday, and the fact that they traded all their assets, including Eric Bledsoe, who I've had many, many quarrels with. Like, in the past, like, I've had many, many criticisms of. They traded away all their draft capital to get Drew Holiday. They made sure Giannis signed on the dollar line to extend with the Milwaukee Bucks. And the fact that they did all that, they came into this year, they worked hard throughout the entire playoff run, and they were able to win the finals. It's absolutely great to see. And if you really think about it, I mean, it was just really nice to see a team win this way. This gives me the same vibes as Dirk back in 2011, where people had their doubts of the star player. I mean, we know that Dirk... Um, was a was an MVP in 2007. He lost to the eight seed to Golden State Warriors, the We Believe Warriors, and people had their doubts about Dirk's legacy, saying, "Look, 
He's a very good player. He gets the stats, but he doesn't have the playoff success to back it up. We were getting to that point with Giannis, and people were really starting to question. I mean, can you win? Is Giannis your number one guy? Can, is Giannis even a Batman? Is like maybe he's a Robin? Well, this playoffs that proved everyone wrong, and he did it. Like, I mean, he talked about it post game. He talked about it like just throughout his career, saying like, "Look, it's easy to join teams, win a championship that way, contribute the way you can." But doing it in a team that drafted you, a team that believed in you, a place where you grew, a place where you get that relationship with the fan base, is absolutely great to see. And honestly, as a fan, and I think many fans would would agree with this too, this is the type of team that we love seeing, like the, the NBA fan loves seeing win the championship. A team that was built organically. I mean, Giannis, 15th pick in the 2013 draft. Um, Chris Milton was part of that Brighton Jennings trade. I mean, he was basically just a throw-in. Became a G League star. Became an all-star. He grew with the Milwaukee Bucks. Grew beside Giannis as his number two. They were able to just get players like Bobby Portis signing him signing him on. Brooke Lopez, and he completely changed his game for that team. I mean, he was far past his all-star days, and he was able to be a massive contributor to his team. Going all in, trying to get Drew Holiday, that um, really worked. And just building this team, Coach Bud as well, him going through all that and all those like criticisms and all that and being able to work this NBA Finals to perfection, get it, like putting Giannis in great situations, putting the rest of those guys in great situations to succeed and win these games. And they were... And they were able, and as this team, if you look at the press conferences and all that, they're just a humble bunch. They are. I mean, you look at Giannis interviews, you look at Chris Milton interviews, you just, they just talk about, look, we're, we're happy to be here. We're not looking towards, you know, like winning the championship at the ceremony. They took, t- they took things one at a time. They took things like um, a little bit at a time. And they did it in a way where... They weren't too boastful. They weren't. They didn't get too ahead of themselves. And this all starts with Giannis and his mentality. You could tell that he is wise beyond his years. And he, that mentality, that mantra just kind of stuck with the Milwaukee Bucks. And that is kind of what they were kind of... That's what their team is kind of built around saying, Look, we're not worried about tomorrow. We're not worried about the next game. We're going to try to win this game. If we lose, we move on. If we and just try and focus on winning this one, and I think that mentality was absolutely needed. Winning, um, going down 0-2 in the series, where a lot of people were kind of counting out the Milwaukee Bucks, but they were able to bounce back. They were able to recoup, regroup, and they were able to pull out this NBA championship. Another thing about this Milwaukee Bucks that I like, and like them winning a championship means a lot. Like it gives hope to small market teams and small market stars. And this is what I mean by that. You look at someone like John Morant, drafted number two, going to the, going to the Memphis Grizzlies, not a big market. But John Morant, seeing what Giannis does, probably gives him kind of extra boost, kind of gives him that extra, you know, like kind of changes his mentality. Look, give me a couple years, give me maybe five to six years. We can make that happen here in Memphis. 
and he's going to work hard. Hopefully, the Memphis Grizzlies, you know, do him justice and help build a great team around him. And they were able to move forward and, and hopefully maybe get a championship. And, and John Morant could be, you know, very motivated to help bring that to the city of Memphis. Maybe someone like a deer and fox. I mean, maybe Sacramento. Maybe that can he could you know find um, motivation in this to try and do that. Kate Cunningham. I'm, I mean, he's not even drafted yet, and he's that draft's gonna be this Thursday. But he could be someone looking at this saying, "Look, maybe like in a small city of Detroit, maybe we can get this done." I mean, this is a great help for small market teams. The way that the Bucks did it, developing their players, developing through the draft. And, you know, being able to, you know, take some risk by trading for Drew Holiday and being able to see that um, come to fruition, actually, you know, work out. I think that gives hope to these small market teams. And hopefully, you know, we see people stay, you know, get that motivation to do it with these small market teams because, you know, the Lakers, they're going to get the players most of the time. Same thing with the Miami Heat. I mean, they've got a great market. But seeing the city of Milwaukee get a championship hopefully means that Star's going to look at this and look, this is the feeling I want to feel. This is the way I want to win a championship. I don't, I mean, it's cool to win a championship no matter what, whether it's super team, whether it is this or that, but winning it with the team that drafted you, winning it in a market where championships don't come by very often is probably a different feeling. And Giannis talked about that a lot and you can just tell, man, it, it just hits different. It just hits different. And I truly, truly am happy that this um, did um, work out for the Milwaukee Bucks. And, you know, like I mentioned before, I mean, this was not just Giannis. I mean, he was fantastic, winning finals MVP, basically averaging 35-13-5, one and a half blocks. He was just phenomenal. But, you know, throughout this entire playoff run, so many people had their moments. Chris Melton helped close out the Atlanta Hawks series. Drew Holiday had that massive, massive game four. Um, or that massive game five. Um, Bryn Forbes had a fantastic game in round one. Brooke Lopez had his big gaming in the conference finals. Bobby Portis had his moments. I mean, this was a great all-around team effort. And I just don't want to say, you know, praise all Giannis because this was definitely an all-around team effort. All of these guys deserve all the praise in the world. All the, you know, you should give them their um, their flowers. Deserves all the applause because they all helped out Giannis. They all worked together. They all played fantastic, fantastic defense throughout this entire playoffs. And they were able to bring it home. You know, they, they, they switched up their mentality from this year to last year. You know, not having as deep of a bench, but helping out their, you know, their top guys. And it's worked out. And, you know, I talked about Coach Bud a bit earlier, but I'm one of those people who have been calling for his head since the beginning of the playoffs. I didn't think he made the right adjustments. I didn't think that he was a championship-worthy coach. And I thought that he was going to be the downfall of this Milwaukee Bucks team. But I'm going to put my hands up and say that I got that wrong. He was able to um, create a game plan, which meant that Giannis was just going to be able to dominate inside. Not just in ISO situations, but getting him into some movement, um, getting him into motion, trying to get him into great opportunities to score, and also just set up a great defensive plan. I mean, Coach Bud, I mean, I've talked about how he's slow to make adjustments. He made quick adjustments here in, in the Phoenix Sun series, and they worked out. 
and he knew the strengths of his team. He knew what they were good at, and they played to those strengths throughout the entire playoff run, especially in the finals, and they were able to pick up the win. So, yeah, I mean, it's great to see this Milwaukee Bucks team win a championship. I'm, I'm very happy myself. Giannis winning finals MVP, clearly, clearly worth it. And, or not clearly worth it, but clearly, clearly just awesome to see. Happy for this Milwaukee Bucks team. Congratulations to the, the 2021 NBA champions. By the way, I'm going to be having a playoff award show basically on on Monday, on Tuesday's episode. So be on the lookout for that. And also my mock draft, like I do every year, I'm going to be doing a 14, the lottery mock draft to see who is going to be going to be basically just dis, um discussing who i think is going to be going in those top 14 picks so be on the lookout for that we might see a few milwaukee bucks in my um, playoff awards as well so be on the lookout for that as well now let's talk about the opposing team let's talk about the opposing team in the phoenix suns and basically what's next for them what's next because apart from chris paul this is a very 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 young team i mean apart from chris paul and jay crowder you got Devin Booker, who's had a phenomenal playoff run. He was absolutely fantastic this entire playoffs, but he just couldn't get it done. And if you saw that clip of him um, after the game, seeing all the confetti run down, it was it was kind of like, you know, you kind of felt bad for him because he literally just looked at this guy. And he's like, damn, man. Damn. And you could tell that this, like, this um, playoff loss hurt him. It hurt him. But he could definitely use that as motivation going to next year. I've talked about DeAndre Aiden, although he had a bad game six. He was fantastic the entire playoffs long. 16 points, 12 rebounds, 66% from the field. I mean, this guy was was great. This guy was absolutely great throughout the entire playoffs. But sadly, I think he just kind of lost his legs there. And he was absolutely dominated by Giannis in the latter part of the series. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good things to like about this Phoenix Suns team. I mean, Mikel Bridges is going to get a year older. That means... He's going to get better. You still got players like Cam Johnson, Campaign, who are still in their early to mid-20s, that they can grow with the team. But the question is for me and for this Phoenix Suns team is that, look, they're going to get better. I mean, their young guys are going to get better. They're going to use this experience, and they're going to get better as players. Hopefully, DeAndre Aiden can put up better offensive numbers and be a very, very good, you know, rim-protecting center going forward. But what's next with Chris Paul? Because we know that he's going to def- decline his player option. He's seeking like a three-year, 30 mil per year type of salary for the next two years. <laughs> Not, I mean, like, just like three years, basically 100 million. That's what he's kind of looking for. But is Phoenix going to give him that? Or do you think that Chris Paul is going to be like, look, I want a championship. I need that on my resume. We were this close, and clearly this team is not good enough. Does he go to a team like the Lakers? Does he go to a different situation? I don't know. We still don't know about that yet. I want him back in the Phoenix Suns. I think I I want to see this team run it back and maybe add like maybe you know fix a few things here and there, because I think that this team is a very fun team to watch and I think as they grow together with Chris Paul as their leader, I think that they could be back in the situation. Granted, it's going to be very hard in the West because the Denver Nuggets are going to get healthy again. The Clippers, like I mentioned before, they're probably not going to be in the race this year because Kawhi's going to be out for most of the year. But the Lakers are going to be healthy again. You got the Dallas Mavericks. Who knows what type of trades they're going to make? Maybe they're going to get better. We don't know what's going to happen with the Trailblazers. I mean, I can go on and on. The Golden State Warriors are going to be back next year, probably. So it's going to be hard for the Phoenix Suns. But 
I think if they bring these guys back, hopefully they bring Chris Paul back. I think this team could be a very, very good team and could be contending next year. Now, would I have them as favorites? Maybe, maybe not. And look, they've gone through, you know, they've, they were definitely fortunate with some injuries that happened throughout the season and throughout the playoffs. But they were able to get there, which is a huge, huge confidence boost for them. I mean, both these teams technically went through like some like injured teams, but they were able to get there, and they fully deserve to. But back to the Phoenix Suns. The West is getting healthier. They're gonna need to make some moves to try and you know work around you know this team, maybe on the outside, maybe not their core guys, but making sure that they you know improve their bench, improve their role players. Hopefully, get just another center because that center rotation after Sarge got injured was kind of kind of rough, but. You know they shown some great character in these play, uh, in these finals in these entire playoffs. They haven't made the playoffs since two thousand nine. They finally made the playoffs after what is that twelve years, and they made this far. I mean that is definitely definitely admirable. And I think with this key group of guys, hopefully they all get better. Hopefully they can move forward. They got to keep Monte as their leader because you could tell that they would run through a wall for Monty Williams. He just seems like a genuinely nice guy. He was in the locker room of the um, Milwaukee Bucks after they won the championship and basically said, you know, you push us to our limit. We respect you guys. You know, um, you 100% like deserve to win this. And that is, you know, extremely humble out of Monty Williams. And honestly, that's an incredible, incredible gesture. But I think, again, this is a very young team. This is a very good learning experience for this team. And I think, you know... If they can keep this core group of guys together, I think it's going to be very good, you know, sign for the Milwaukee Bucks that they can win. And not the Milwaukee Bucks, the Phoenix Suns, that they can build a great culture there. But honestly, the biggest thing for me here is, are they going to bring back CP3? I want him to come back. I really do want him to come back to the Phoenix Suns because I really did like this team. Now, did they do some questionable things? Did they whine a lot? Yes. And that's why I said in the last episode, I kind of like was rooting for the Milwaukee Bucks kind of halfway through the series. But this team is still very entertaining to watch. I want to see this team come back. Um, I, I can't tell you right now what type of moves I want to see them make. But I think that the Phoenix Suns like, understand, look, we're in a blessed scenario right now. We got to make you know the right adjustments to make sure that we are competing again next year. And I think they will. I think they will, you know. You see that group of teams in the West with the Utah Jazz, the Denver Nuggets now as they get healthy, the the Lakers, the Mavs, um, the Warriors, the Suns. Like those are just a few teams. I mean, what's gonna happen with the Grizzlies? Maybe they're gonna get better. There's so many great teams in the West, and maybe you know it's gonna be extremely hard for them for sure. But I think that they could do it. They just gotta, you know, stick together. I really do think they just gotta stick together. But yeah, those are just the NBA Finals talk. Let me know down below what you guys think. Are you happy that the Bucks won the championship? Who did you think was going to win before the series? What do you think the Phoenix Suns should do next? I think they should kind of just hopefully just bring back all their guys. Maybe you think they um, need to make more drastic changes. I don't know. But let me know down below what you guys think. And also, before we end off this episode, just back to Giannis. And I'm going to pose this question to people watching this. Um, and, you know... Watch, watching this, listening to this, or even if I can like get this on my channel. Is Giannis a top 50 player of all time? 
I believe so. And honestly, at the age of 26, his resume is just phenomenal. Four-time All-Defense, five-time All-NBA, five-time All-Star, two-time MVP, 2021 NBA Champion, NBA Finals MVP, most improved in 2017. I mean, he his resume speaks for itself. He also was the All-Star Game MVP this year. I mean, this guy has to be top 50 of all time. And if the NBA is doing what I think it's going to do um, this season or next season, because it's their 75th anniversary, they're going to probably update the top 50 greatest players of all time once the top 75. Giannis is 100% going to be there. But I'm going to pose this question to you, to you right now. I mean, is Giannis a top 50 player of all time? This guy is probably as equivalent to Shaq in his era um, to him right now. I mean, that's probably the best comparison. I mean, he's just dominant. The way that he was able to just play the NBA Finals and play that well and just completely dominate the Phoenix Suns team, who were a great defensive team all season long, is highly, highly impressive. The best player on a championship team has all these accolades. I think he's top 50 all-time, and honestly, I think I can make the argument that he's top 40. So just let me know down below. Do you think Giannis is a top 50 player? Maybe you think he's higher. Just let me know down below what you guys think. But I think this is where we're going to today's episode. Thank you guys for watching or listening. Remember to show love on all the podcast channels. Like, share, and subscribe if you're on YouTube. And also hit the, no- the notification bell. And remember to follow at TV on Basketball on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram for content. For just some awesome content. I'm going to have some awesome content coming out for you in the offseason. Again, my mock draft is going to come out. My free agency predictions might um, come out next Friday. That is the plan. And it's just going to be a lot of great offseason talk. I mean, the NBA offseason at times feels like it's more exciting than a regular season. And I'm totally, totally ready for just a flurry of trades. Some crazy, crazy news coming out this offseason. Some, maybe some surprise signings. Who knows? But I'm going to be excited for this offseason. I'm going to have some great content coming out for you when um, it comes. But again, thank you guys for all the support. Um, almost 3,100 downloads. I really do appreciate all of you. And yeah, just just subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, continue to you know share the page, share the podcast with your friends. If they just want to hear some great basketball talk, hopefully I'm gonna have some more guests coming over in the next few weeks, just to talk some off season, maybe to talk some more playoff basketball. But like I said, this Tuesday I'm gonna be having my mock draft plus NBA playoff award episode. So be on the lookout for that. Yeah, so yeah, this is the end of today's episode. Thank you guys for all the support. Hope you have a fantastic day. TV signing out. Take it easy, guys. Peace.